Hello, I'm Scott Soshnick. I'm Evan Novi Williams. <laughs> oh man, if you guys would hear what goes on before <laughs> these mics go on. Uh, I'm Michael Barr, <laughs> and this is the Bloomberg Business of Sports Podcast, where we, we all three of us participating, way to go, E hyphen W, <laughs> explore N- the big w, money whatever. issues in the world of sports, and lots to talk about. Let's start Let's. with Kareem I, Just Hunt. give me your take first. This, on Kareem I, Hunt? Yeah, I like to push away from, on things like this, I like to push away from the mic and go, it's the Michael Barr show. <laughs> I, look, it, it, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I don't know That's a lot of syllables and nothing said. It, this, it, you have to think of it like this. Okay. Never mind, obviously, how horrible the situation is. You don't hit another person. You don't hit another uh, a woman and then think about it you have a lot that you're going to throw away if you just don't reassess the situation and back away from it now he's apologized and uh, yes he's 23 years old and i'm sure you know as time goes along he will be forgiven but ray rice i mean it was a similar incident where he punched you know his his lady and he never played football. Oh, you ever hear this, this saying, a smart man learns from his own mistakes. A truly wise man learns from the mistakes of others. Like, But on the business, on the bigger, I know where Evan wants to go. So, with this. <laughs> so I'm going to go the macro. I'm going right. to go on the business of the NFL. And I saw Amy Trask, the former Raiders CEO, was asked, does the NFL even care about this stuff? Do they really care? And she boils it down to, of course they care because it's a business matter. If right. people turn away from the NFL because of this, this is just a bit from a business perspective. Forget about the social, forget about right, wrong, dollars and cents. Does the NFL care? She says, yes, they care from a business perspective. Then why can't they learn from the past? Get this stuff right the first time. Here we go again, where only after a video comes out does a bigger, stiffer punishment happen. When it seems they knew what happened. Did the NFL discourage the team from going to get the video? That's what it seems like. They couldn't get it. They tried their investigation. Then they dissuaded the team from trying to get it. Then how did TMC get it? Well, T- TMZ I mean, has the ability. There's tons of possibilities for yeah, TMZ yeah, gets it, but... right? They could pay for it. Well, the they fact could... that when, when, it, when it happened with Ray Rice, I talked to Horace Balmer, the former, the former head of security at the NBA, and he flat out said, if it's true that the NFL tried to get the tape and couldn't, then everybody associated with that investigation needs to be fired. Because what he's like, what I do, my job is to make sure I've got relationships with law enforcement, with hotels, with casinos, or if I don't know somebody, I can call somebody who has those relationships and get the information I need. So the, NF- it, the yeah. NFL has has a, a few detectives based in every market You know that, that are... Former and the teams FBI have their guys, former detectives, yes. they put one of these guys in Cleveland on this case. Uh, he was unable to acquire that that tape. As Harmus Bomber said, he needs to be fired. Sure. Yeah. The I'm. I, I didn't see the Amy Trask video you're talking about. Do you do you think this affects the business of the NFL? I don't. Boy. I think it, I think it's sad well, because but it's going to be. I, I don't think it does. I I don't think if, if the Kansas City Chiefs didn't do what they did, it would definitely affect. The business of the NFL, but they the the Chiefs said, "Look, I know you are a star running back." And the Chiefs said, "Look, we love you, but you got to go, man." Well, yes, and you look back again to the Ray Rice situation, Evan. You remember there was serious heat brought 
upon the NFL. There were serious questions as to whether Roger Goodell should still lead this league after that. You had sponsors that were led by female CEOs reassessing whether they should align themselves and their brands with the NFL. So I understand what you're saying about sort of there's this Teflon positioning of the NFL and things are strong and will it, will it? I'm saying, you know what? I don't think we're at a point where it could not. I didn't even, I honestly didn't even mean it from a Teflon standpoint. I see, I see big differences between this situation and the Ray Rice one. Uh, and the big difference that I see is that Roger Goodell decided when he knew a limited scope of what Ray Rice did and what happened decided to punish Ray Rice. Turns out there was more information um, and suddenly it becomes a bigger deal, right? This is a situation where there was no original punishment. There, there probably should have been, given what we have now. Um, but to me, there's a big difference between not getting all the information and issuing a, a punishment or criticizing someone for not getting all the information when there's no punishment given in the first place, right? The NFL is not going to get a video camera of every single player that gets into an altercation at, at all times. It's no, just not but when you happen. find out this you happened can't... at a hotel, where did this happen? A hotel. Bing, there's video. That's it. Sure. Yeah, but there's yeah. video there's it. video of ev every time an NFL player gets to do an altercation at a bar, there's probably video. Gotta, I don't think yep, the I don't think it. the NFL gets video on every single one of those accounts. If the if the cops press charges, well, well, the if there is a if there's an indication of a bigger issue, I think they probably do. Well, the question is, do they want the video? That's what this no, does. No, I don't do think they, they really do. Want the, they probably should, the but they don't. Will, well, that's the pro that's from a business perspective, that's where the problem will come. And my argument is that from a business perspective, something like Deflategate, where the NFL obviously dedicated a lot more resources to trying to figure out the truth, to me is a bigger business threat to the NHL, NFL than figuring out what Kareem Hunt did or the didn't integrity do. Of the game. Yes. By the way, real quick, are we in agreement that we think Kareem Hunt will play in the NFL again? Yes. Yes. Yes, he will. So he, <laughs> obviously this is not the intention, he gets out of his rookie deal a couple years early. He's a bona fide superstar on the field. Is there a chance that he ends up Making more monetarily money making a making a lot I, more I, money off of this. I'd have to see what limitations the NFL put on whether the designation is still that rookie term or whether he's just an unrestricted free agent. Excellent yeah, I don't question. know what the deals are. But well, he was a four hundred thousand dollar base when, salary. When last and year. if he comes back, let, let, let's see where he comes in. Oh, just a straight up unrestricted free agent. You know, there'll be uh, big dollars waiting for him. Speaking of football, FanDuel. <laughs> They're already paying out the bets for people who picked Alabama to win the college football playoff national championship. Alabama, by the way, you don't know the playoffs yet. Alabama faces Oklahoma. Clemson faces Notre Dame. Evan, go. You're our sports betting guy. Yeah, so, I mean, I think a lot of U.S. Uh, sports bettors were kind of caught off guard by this, but, but, but FanDuel announced last week that they were automatically paying out everyone who had bet Alabama to win the national title. So this was before Alabama beat Georgia, before they were guaranteed a slot in the college football playoff. Well, barely beat Georgia. Barely beat Georgia. That would have yeah. been fun. Probably yeah. would have been in. Would have been anyway, way. but yeah, it would have sure. been fun. Then they said, you know, we're not going to pay those out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is, I mean, as I mean, savvy listeners can already figure out, this is just a marketing ploy, right? There's a good chance they're going to have to pay this out already. I'm sure they looked at their books, looked at the exposure they had on Alabama, plus the other teams that that might have a shot, and said, you know what? Listen, we, we might end up taking a bath on this if Clemson beats Alabama in, in the title. We're going to have to pay out two futures. But it's important for us to kind of engender some, you know, s s some relationship like the with our, or the you know, yeah. Who, so yeah, Patty Power, which which bought FanDuel uh, last year, 
or earlier this year. Um, this is something they do all the time, right? They'll often allow you to bet on Man City, and if Man City loses but Sergio Aguero scores, you get your money back, right? They, they, these are things that are, you know, they, they try to make it sound like they're your buddy, uh, but in reality, they're all back ground and making more. Barry, Sergio Aguero reference. You were, I was not expecting. Is he still that. on Man City? I, 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 I was. I was going to go more infantile. I'm not your buddy, pal. I'm not your pal, friend. Hey, if you're, if you're paying me out before my bet actually wins, you're my friend. By the way, is this is four hundred thousand dollars fan duels? Like and like Ebner was saying, this is four hundred thousand dollars worth of advertisement. Nine posters on the New Jersey Transit. <laughs> and, and, and don't forget, this is the company that you know went the other way and, and had some really terrible press earlier this year when that better who who yes. capitalized right. on, a, on, a, on a bad glitch. glitch in the in the odds uh, originally was not paid out and then was um, because Fanduel didn't didn't want to pay him. So I think they're they're, they're realizing certainly Patty Power knows this uh, back in the, back in Europe. You know, the little things like this maybe actually go a long way and end up being more profitable. Let's move on to Fanatics, the world's largest seller of licensed sports apparel. They're branching out into competitive video gaming. Yeah, just another step forward for esports, right? A deal for Overwatch League that looks very much like the, the kind of deal that Fanatics has with NFL, NBA, NHL, etc. I can't wait to see, like, who, who are the, the biggest stars? Like, who in esports? Like, <sighs> yeah, do, do you buy the team? Do you I buy the star? Yeah, I, I don't know. But yeah, like, I mean, you more buy Ninja the have team. have his own line. I mean, <laughs> Ninja's not an Overwatch I, guy. I, I don't get it. Maybe he sell his own jersey Yeah, anyway. this is more for team and league. Um, but another thing they're doing, Fanatics has this big memorabilia arm, and they're going to be introducing, you know, game-used jerseys, you know, collectibles, autograph stuff, which is kind of a new thing for Yeah, wait for Brandon Steiner to advertise this. <laughs> <laughs> What? I mean, it, it makes perfect sense. If, if the audiences are what we think they are on a global basis, and that, I mean, the numbers say they are, you would think that these teams would have loyal followings just like the traditional sports teams that we see. Yeah, and Overwatch League right now, all based out in California, but in a couple years, all those teams will go to their home markets. And that will be a league that has teams in Canada, the U.S., England, France, China, South Korea, a truly global league of which there are not many when it comes Bar, to sports. I can't right wait now. till it's like, hey, what are you? Is that a minor league baseball? Is that a CFL? <laughs> no, no, no. This is my Overwatch. Yeah. To, you know, oh, oh. You know what New it's York like? Excelsior. Yes, yes. For a guy like me, because, and I think what's going to happen is the jerseys are going to start basic first, like Overwatch. And it's just like selling a jersey for the National Football League. Evan, you tell me if I'm wrong. I'm envisioning only. I mean, he's doing he's doing his little thing there. I, the only <laughs> thing, and this is terrible, but the only you know how you and I know. I tell you, weird things go through my head as we're walking oh around. The oh only boy. thing, Colin, get ready to uh, yeah, yeah, delete yeah, all no, of no, this. No, no, no beat button needed here. The only thing going through my head is Bar sitting here in a medium. <laughs> <laughs> Like an ocelote. I see you just in this. Like, oh, my wife bought me this. <laughs> Powder blue. Nice colors, but not quite what we're looking for. I do wear pastel shirts. I know. Man. That's what I'm saying. I see a powder blue medium, and you're just like, ugh. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I'm moving right along. Somebody out there, along. Done. buy Michael Barr a, a, a small medium shirt. <laughs> yeah, I, wow, I didn't know it came in beer belly. I just, <laughs> what? Uh, Joel Embiid, 76ers star. He is having a competition with the team about the trademark over the phrase "trust the process." I love this. I love when players try to jump in. You know, Pat Riley has three Pete trademarked, which is and, also controversial, right? 
No. Thought someone else claimed that they had. Uh, Pat, well, that, yes, in that Byron, it was Byron Scott's yeah, idea, Byron Scott, yeah. but he never he said it, but never really did anything with it. So Riley was perfectly within his rights to actually go do it. Scott wouldn't talk to me about it. I did a story on that years ago. <laughs> Scott didn't. He was just. It was relayed to me that he was angry about it, but that was it. Uh, but Joel Embiid trying to trademark trust the process, which is of course this whole tanking and now building for the Sixers. Thing Sam, is the Sam Hinkies. Sam Hinkies. Uh, yeah, but now the, the Sixers did it first. Right. So. It's going to be interesting when they're going to share. I mean, they don't have to. Someone's going to have to obviously get the trademark that you have to put in for the process with the USPTO and then they award the trademark. But do the Sixers want to be battling with their best player or do they want to somehow incorporate Embiid? That's the part just that's fun. most interesting. I can't. Yeah, yeah it's just fun. I'm sure so this is a big story, before. but fun. I can't Can remember you think a time of another where, time no, where a team and a, and a star player were. Not at odds over something in, like in this, court though. trying to figure this one no. out. No, which I, I mean, who does anybody really think it'll get there? Maybe Joel says, "Oh, I didn't realize." Okay, you know, tell his <laughs> reps drop it. But maybe, yeah, it it does seem as though, and I, I don't follow the Sixers all that closely, but it feels as though Joel has been kind of the driving force behind keeping trust the process. Yes, yes, in it'd the be good. Joel, relevant, he's very well yeah. good on social. You, you, exactly. it'd be good to have him as a partner there. Hey. This is the Bloomberg Business of Sports Podcast. I'm Michael Barr, along with Scott Soschnick and Evan Novi Williams. We are here each and every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday exploring the world of money and sports. Join us again at the end of the week when we speak with the commissioner, Oliver Luck of the XFL. XFL. You're listening to the Bloomberg Business of Sports on Bloomberg Radio, around the world, and online, where our podcast is available.